is computer. And we are recording. So I'll go ahead. <laughs> I'm going to pick you apart. <laughs> <laughs> you're frozen, Misty. It was kind of creepy when you said that because your face was frozen. <laughs> anyway. Uh, oh, gonna, no. Oh, Am I good now? Right. Yeah, you're good now. You know my face is. I will introduce the show. Let's see. Let me get my mind together. Hello, this is Lisa Hazard and Misty Lure with We Are All Psychic. And guess what? We have another fabulous, wonderful new guest, and her name is Maria. Maria, I would like to ask you a question. Do you think we are all psychic? Well, um, I have a little bit of a tricky time with that word because I feel like it means different things to different people. But what I do feel is that we all have access to information on many different levels and that some people uh, have more practice listening and having that kind of deep um, trust and understanding of themselves to know when the information is coming from the field rather than from their own um, mental paranoia. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I do feel that there's, you know, there's la layers of it, right? So some people have a natural ability that they're born with, that they, you know, they're able to either hear things or or see things, like see auras, see the future, um, have a gut feeling, you know, like it all comes from the body, right? So I feel like the more connected people get to their own bodies and to their own knowing then the more information they have access to but not everybody is interested in that you know it's the interest people, yeah. yeah you know what i mean and, and also practice. and practice absolutely not everybody wants to practice and i think that you know it really requires um like a, a devotion you know like to come back over and over again and then you know for me there's also the testing it out piece you know like i get this information how does it really live in the world you know like how does it work when i feel this person is doing this then is that actually happening and for me that really took a lot of um you know testing it out like okay right now i have a feeling that my partner is mad at me you know like is that true when they're telling me that they're not you know, and so then there's the testing of information of saying, hey, I have this feeling what's actually going on and then really massaging that, you know, so I feel like for me, it's been a, a process of um, having an ability, you know, like for me, my ability when I was younger was very much connected to my solar plexus, like I had a feelings, like my body was being jerked around by things and, yeah. and then tuning into that. You know, like, what is it? And then from there, I became interested in um, my first real love was astrology. Like I started reading about it when I was 18 and like just love it, love it, love it. I felt like I already knew everything that I was reading. And so that sort of started playing with, you know, the images and the symbols and the stories and bringing those to bear in, on people's lives. Um, and then also having this gut feeling thing, like I had feelings about stuff that I could now put stories to. Yeah, and that was really the beginning for me. And then at some point, tarot cards came in, were just like such a natural, like, look at the picture. What does it feel like? Oh, yeah, this is what's happening, you know, and in some ways to help people connect with the reality of the mental um, 
and and you know I'm going to use the word psychic, but and by that I mean the you know if 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 only one percent is the material world and the other ninety nine percent is like who the fuck knows what it is excuse me um, <laughs> then how do we tune into that and I think using images and using feelings and really that kind of right brain way of knowing um, is really um, enlightening and beneficial and you it know is beneficial and 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 you know some people suffer with it like you were saying the people who you know like have been working with it all their lives whether they want to or not because i have a feeling a lot of people who end up in this field of work they have to face that down and be like i i, I kind of just have to <laughs> i want to in the it's end you know, in the end you're yeah. like oh, well yeah it is a gut feeling it's like yeah. I can't stop doing it i can't stop thinking about it it's like it like makes you ill seriously yeah yeah well did that you ever, did you ever have experiences like that as you were learning and testing your boundaries you know not, what i what i felt a lot was that i remember this is before tarot cards but i have this feeling now with the cards where you know when you're like playing with your cards and you really want a certain outcome but the cards are like no yeah like yeah. oh come on let me pull another card you know but i used to feel it with my body and i used to sometimes feel nauseous like i wanted yes. something and it wasn't gonna happen and i would just be nauseous with it you know and so yeah. that led me to um to be like okay like acceptance like that's not the place to go there must be another place you know rather than um, so I feel like the other part of the journey, and I'm curious how you guys have dealt with this, is that um, I feel like I was much more interested in the predictive, like I wanted to know, you know, I mean, yeah. some of this interest is like, the right, but now I just feel like, whatever it is, it's like, wow, that's so cool. I wonder where we're going to go next. So I'm yeah. not interested in prediction at this point. Yeah, yeah I don't find it either. I like yeah. to know the reasons why things happen and predict uh, both psychically and with logic, you know, what's most likely going to happen next. If I'm doing a reading and for myself, but I know what you mean when I'm like, look, there's this outcome. Well, is there anything I can do to change it? Well, are you sure? Well, let's check tomorrow. Well, is there anything to change it? But I was more interested in divination from the beginning. I started with palmistry and uh, to me, oh, cool. like, it just made sense. You know, that's what you were saying with astrology. Like more recently, I'm learning about astrology and I've always been coming back and forth and back and forth. But this time it's starting to like get in there because I've learned so many yeah. other terms of divination and they all link together. Like I've, I've got the numerology, I got the palmistry, I got the cards I got you know, and there's astrology and all that and I'm starting to like really work on that and um I really like to know the whys I that, yeah. that the, the divination was the interest at first with doing this kind of stuff like, oh, if you could predict the future wow you know, I just thought that was and I wanted to know like you said I wanted to know but at the end I really wanted to know the whys of what's happening you know that's where I'm you know at. I started out with uh, astrology too that was my first uh she made her opening up. Yeah, she actually, when she was younger, she would make yeah. charts. I mean, you know, I love to do it. <laughs> that was my first thing. And this was 20 years ago. But um, yeah, I loved astrology. I always, you know, thought, well, is this really going to come true? Or is this going to happen? Or is this going to happen? So I get it when she said astrology was calling her at first. Because yeah. that's, I think, the most basic one astrology yeah. you see it in magazines you see newspapers. yeah people accept it you know? people accept it yes mostly. yes yeah. and that's something that you can come to terms with i think at first yeah yeah it's true it's always there it's always there in our culture that the horoscope has always been there it's kind yeah. of interesting yeah 
Yeah, although, you know, I have to say I have had times in my life where I, I feel like I'm probably like older than both of you, where um, I was like a little bit ashamed, like, you know, like here I am this like, you know, kind of like logical person, but I'm an astrologer, you know, and, um, and what I feel is that like, for me, the proof is in the pudding, you know what I mean? Like, it works, like it works. I've done readings for some very skeptical people, like when, you know, wives send me their husbands, okay? Like, it's your birthday present, and I'm like, hi, so we're gonna look at your chart, you know? <laughs> and and then they're like, whoa, like, yeah, that describes me to a T, you know? And yeah. then I dig a little bit more, and it's like, and how about this part? And it's like, oh my God, how does she know? I just, <laughs> you know so um so i i feel like there's and so symbolically right like playing with the symbols like people have these inner lives and i feel like some of the work that we do as you know whatever you want to you know guides for the invisible world is to help people like really access their inner world yeah i feel that that's a really good way of putting it because that's that that's at the heart of it what we do is helping people understand yes and it's fun and and giving them the empowerment to understand they can make their own choices right based on information they already have that they're just coming to us to find clarity on. absolutely so let me tell you the other thing i love about astrology is that i think that it helps us celebrate our diversity you know i like these 12 ways of looking at things and each one has its gifts and it's like potential pitfalls and they're all equally like wow and so For me, when I first started studying Australia, I was like, oh my God, like there isn't one way to be. There's like all these different choices. And and I mm-hmm. feel like that's a beautiful gift. It is. It yeah. is. And sometimes, you know, divination, um, say you're just doing readings on the internet, trying to find your chart and see what they say. Now, I had a friend who did this when she was learning tarot cards, as an example, with a tarot app. And people might do this with, say, charts online and stuff, you know, those, those pre-generated charts that tell you all about you based on this and this and this. Well, they, they, they tell you the good and the bad. So like, for example, with my friend with the tarot card app, she's like, oh, this looks good, blah, 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 blah. But then it says, blah, 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 blah. And she's going to scare the crap out of herself. But, you know, if you go approach it from a tool of learning about yourself or other people, instead of like, like you know, what just what the newspaper says it can scare the crap out of you sometimes you know of course it can yeah Yeah. if you're looking at it that way so like you know the the approach i think people take to exploring this stuff makes a big difference too and astrology a lot of people really do accept as like something that really works i told my psychiatrist i did you know tarot readings and i was i worked as a reader he's like ooh, and i was surprised that a psychiatrist he's like ooh. so my grandmother used to watch the stars and my grandfather would do this and where my grandmother did the cards and my grandfather watched the stars and he was just like fascinated by it. And I was like, a doctor? Really? <laughs> wow, that's, that's great. Awesome. You know, yeah, he's a great doctor. So, um, but I just like, yeah. you know, well, you know, it just depends on the mindset with people and also where they're raised and, and what they were taught when they were younger. So that was his first yeah. thought was an influence that was positive, you know? So that was really encouraging on my side, you know, because that's hard to tell a doctor, you know, that you're a terrorist. I know. (laughs) Nowadays, it's not as big of a deal, but, you know, in in the South, it doesn't always go. Yeah, well, you just never, ever know who's going to be. Sometimes sometimes they're like, what? Can I get a reading? You know? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. 
Well, you we all have different lineages, you know, like, so my lineage, um, if I were to track it, is like my family's from Italy. My great grandmother was, I don't even know what you would call her, she, but she did El Malojo. So, you know, like the evil eye, but it's like really what it is when you look deeply into curing the evil eye, it's all about changing a piece of the mind, because when people get the evil eye, they feel like somebody's envious and they're sending them bad energy. So part of it is like shifting the story and changing that story. Like, no, we're not going to let that bad energy come, you know? And so that was her. Okay, yeah. So I feel like so much of this work too is around helping other people understand that like, hey, the story that you're being given, like you can change it. Yes. Yes. You mm -hmm. have freedom and options. You do. This is you a do. source of information for you to use and work with that when you right. come to a reader or if you're doing it yourself. This is not like a decision maker necessarily. It can help you. It can assist you. And, you know, that's that's like uh, all the divination arts, all the you know healing arts and the psychic field, energy work, magic. And yeah. Building of awareness. How do you work with the palm? Oh, well, I started when I was 15 and I've just been, so I'll have to do a podcast on it sometime, but I just read and read I keep, that the, the lines change. And uh, the palmistry is really a, a lot related to astrology and the names of the mounts. Like this is the amount of, like I'm showing and the listeners can't see this, but I'm showing my palm in the video on Zoom we're on. And like, this is the amount of Venus on your thumb and this is Jupiter and this is Saturn, this in the finger. The first first one is Jupiter, the second one's Saturn. The third, uh, the pinky finger is uh, freaking, I think it's Apollo. I, I'm getting like a little lost. And this one is, this one is the communication. So that might be a- Mercury. Mercury, thank you. Thank you, it was Mercury. Yeah, yeah, so that's kind of astrological too. That's kind of yeah. They're all, you know, they're, and all and this is a plane of Mars. This is a upper plane, lower plane of Mars, and and this is the Mount of Luna. This the Moon. So I mean, it's all like related related to astrology, and then the lines like crossing the mounts of you know it goes into what the astrology meanings are and how they cross them, and, and there's a lot more to it. It's a lot like astrology in that you can go down rabbit holes and study it all your life. And, you know, yeah, I, that's the beauty I, of it. I yeah. did study it really hardcore for about 20 years. And then I just haven't really kept up with it because I got into tarot really hardcore. So, yeah. But um, I do have a question. I'll, now, listeners, I is uh, Maria. She is also on Everclear with me. And um, as and uh, I'd like to say thank you to our sponsor, Everclear, right now, because they're awesome. And it's a place you can go and you can get advice from psychics and empaths. And you can find the guidance you might need to make the life you deserve. So, Maria, we are emailing back and forth, and you had some great ideas for helping people open up to the energies. And so, if one example, we'll, we'll, tell, we'll go ahead and tell the listeners. Like, well, yeah. So, so, here's what I find that um, um, our nervous systems, okay, like that's how we gather information, like that's our antenna. And the more peaceful and calm my nervous system is, the more the information that comes in is very clear. Yeah. Yes, I agree. I agree 100%. So what I find with a lot of people who call in is that they usually call in when they're in a very desperate place. You know, a lot of times they're in despair and their nervous yeah. systems are pretty dysregulated. Yeah. So, so two things. One of the things that I do is just like try to keep myself very calm. So at least what I'm putting out to them is like, here, there's another way, okay? Soothing. But I also like to give people practices that they can do to either discharge energy 
or um, process process right <laughs> or to like just like like calm down like if you see the same situation from a more grounded place it might look totally different yeah. you know some of them are simple like you know feel your feet on the ground um notice what's underneath you where you're sitting you know just to do that like hey oh yeah i'm on the ground that's grounded or um, there's a whole bunch of polyvagal theory kind of practices that are coming in right now. So like there's one where if you inhale for four and then you exhale for eight, you're like trying, you're starting to slow down the nervous system. Um, shaking medicine, like having people shake for like a minute. I don't do this with them online, right? Um, I, I encourage them to do it like later. Um, so there's there's like laying down on the floor in my italian tradition what the women used to do when they needed to ground was they go out and roll on the ground like nice you know <laughs> yeah that's cool. mama energy into you and so there's there's those and you know i have like a whole list of them that i can give people depending on what they're going through and then the other thing that i've been doing myself and i haven't really brought this into everclear yet although i've encouraged a couple of people to do it um I do a class every week and I'm doing it on Zoom now called Dance Spells. And in that class, what we do is do a, a kind of quick meditation and then we imagine like, like or now we imagine, we tune into what's moving through us. And so I call it um, creating reality from the inside out. And so we do five dances, each one like three or four minutes long. I just put my iPod on shuffle and um, the first three are for three things that you want to bring into your life. And they could be um, more peace or they could be a new car. You know, I mean, I don't care, whatever it is. You know, it's like, what is it that I want to bring into my life? And then we have um, one for an other. So we do a dance for somebody else. And that kind of brings in the mirror neurons, you know, and then the I love that. The last one is for the greater whole, you know, for the world, for something bigger. And that really came from my class. Like they were like, we love doing stuff for ourselves, but we feel like we really need to do something for the world. Oh, that's yeah. so cool. I want to do that. Yeah. I want to do that. Here's the thing. I mean, <laughs> women or people have been doing that for centuries. You know what I'm thinking of? Like Indian dances, the, the Indians would get in circles and dance, Native, you know, yeah. and that's how they were getting their uh, positive you know, energies from. The shaman would beat the drum, the shaman beats yes, the drum, they go that, in the trance and they doing. dance. You're moving, yeah. Ooh, they light the fires. Yeah, you know, here. movement is important, but, you know, let me tell you this from like the neuroscience place, okay, because it really fits in. It's like the, the, the brain doesn't know whether something's actually happening or we're imagining it. And when we open up to it, when we imagine it, it actually gets the, the frontal brain kind of going and making, you know, creating ideas. Well, how are we going to make that happen? You know, so like if I'm doing a dance where um, I'm imagining myself having like amazing adventures. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I'm sort of priming the pump for my reality to shift in that direction. You know, so in essence, I mean, I almost feel like when we're doing dance spells, we're almost creating like our own energetic tarot cards. Yeah. You're manifesting it is what you're doing. Yeah. And putting dancing, your body into it. it, you know, putting your yeah. body into it really. And I love dancing. I love dancing. Yeah. So look, so yeah. at, each, at the end of each song, we like just send oh. it off into the universe. And it's oh, like, that feels good. Yes. Bring it to me in this way or a better way, because I don't have all the answers, right? 
And, um, and yeah, and then after the end, it's like, forget it. Like we let it go. And I feel like so many things in my life have shifted as a result of my really giving myself to this process, you know? And so, um, you know, as we go forward, I, I feel like, you know, I, I love all the stuff that I'm doing. However, dance spells just feels like, all right, like we just need this right now. That's perfect. I really do want to join that. And where can people... Where can people find you? They can find you on Everclear. Um, what's your, what's yeah, your... I have my, my website is mariaskinner.com. Okay, and I'll put that in the description. Yeah, so and... that's where you could find the classes and, you know, you can join on Zoom at this point. I have this, like, idea that at some point I'd love to do something like this, like, in an outdoor setting with, like, hundreds of people. Yeah, oh. but... Could you imagine the energy that would bring? Uh, I know. The cool thing about it is that everybody's working on their own thing. So it's not like, you know, a traditional um, church, religious sort of shamanic. It's like, I feel like what a lot of religions did is they harness people's energy toward whatever end they wanted. You know, totally agree. Yeah. Yeah. Like in this practice, it's, it's shamanic. It's it's individual and it's like each person is just like hey like i'm moving my own energy toward whatever end i want and, and i you feel can that- feel it you can feel it if you're actively physically i've never thought about that putting the you know physical actions into what i want like i do it for stretch i do a lot of yoga stretches and stuff i have a lot of health issues and back issues and stuff and i do a lot of stretches and stuff never thought about like putting something into it. I dance around the house all the time. You know, I'm always going to. Yeah, me too. Yeah, well, you could do it. I mean, sometimes I'm not ever clear. I'll, I'll ever clear. I'll say to someone, hey, you know, you seem to be in this kind of state of mind. Go put on your favorite song and imagine what you want the outcome to be, like dance into it. And then that's just like sometimes just a reset for their nervous systems, you know? It's great. I love it. Yeah. So find you on your website and they can find you on Everclear. What is your uh, name on Everclear? Is it Maria also? Or? Uh, Maria-LS. I, okay. And um, I can put your personal Everclear number in the description. Too okay, well. great. Yeah, yeah. I'll get that to you. All right. And um, I, I have just really enjoyed talking to you and I am totally going to go to your Thank website. here. Oh, you guys. And- I- Super you, got, you, you have got such healing energy. I had a rough morning. She does. As soon as I saw oh, your face, no. I was like, ah. Oh, yeah. yes. like, Very good happy. energy. And, and thank you so much for doing the podcast. I really yeah. I'm not going to get any questions from Misty. Oh, uh, that's yeah. right. I forgot. Yeah. Questions from Misty. I know. Oh, I, know. I love it. I love it. I love it. Hi, Misty. Well, I, I, I love the fact that you... Uh, are interpreting you know the individual and how they feel um especially when you talked about like religions you know they do uh make your have their own free will to uh you know feel what they want to feel and that's a problem with a lot of us today you know we need to find our inner selves and i think that's a great idea to do it through movement and dance and and feel it and and then uh, m- like manifest it, you know. I, I just love that. Zoom is not participating. There it goes. It just no. came back. It just came back. <laughs> so you're back, Misty. Okay. I don't. 
I don't know what you heard. But, we it, heard but it anyway. All. We heard it all. It was just kind of like pixel. It was like, wow, wow, wow. It's a little. It okay. Was, all right. It's, it's always something. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Always. Psychic podcast. So, um, okay. <laughs> I know that you said that when you started out, um, you started out like um, feeling. Um, how do you still? So at this point, we had a nice a long interruption with lots of crazy (laughs) and some noise and we'll let you get back so misty five minutes questions okay all right so basically what i'm wanting to know is is how you went through your journey i mean i know that you said that you know astrology is what started it but like where are you now and how did you get there because that's what a lot of people want to know Yeah, well, you know, astrology, years and years and years. I mean, I'm 55. I started studying astrology when I was 18, right out of high school. And like I said, I just loved it, loved it, loved it. Devoured books, but I felt like I pretty much knew. I did everybody's chart that I could find. Um, I did charts of people that I knew when I was younger, you know, just to really get like, well, the books say this, but this is what I see when I see the person. And so I feel like the books are the books, people wrote them, you know, but I needed to get my own feeling. And so this is the piece that's really cool about the embodied astrology piece is that I started playing with like, okay, so what does it feel in my body if I am a person with Venus and Taurus? You know, so what do the each of the elements feel like? And they do have a feeling in the body, like earth is very specific, air is very specific, fire is very specific, and water is very specific. So then it's like putting that together with the energy of fixed, mutable, um, cardinal. cardinal. Okay. And so then after that, it's like, oh, and then Mars, like Mars in Scorpio feels very different than Mars in Sagittarius. You know, feeling it. Yeah, that's what I was trying to get at. You know, that's how you started was feeling it. And so, yeah, that's what I was trying to get out was, you know, sensing, sensing like in my body, you know? Yeah. Where where did you get to where you believed it? You believed this. This was like, because you said you had like a logical mind. Oh, you know, I'm I'm logical, but I'm also very practical. I mean, I'm Aquarius with a Capricorn moon. Okay, so Mm -hmm. I'm. I have a Capricorn moon too. <laughs> it, works, it works, right? Yeah. Right, 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 right. Well, I have enjoyed this. This is I have awesome. enjoyed this too. Thank you so much, Maria. Right, thank you. Have you back anytime if you want to. Yeah. Yes. How do I find your podcast too? Send uh, I'll send you a link. I'll send you a link when I get it finished. I'll send you a link uh, after the podcast. I'll, uh, I'll get your information. I'll write you an email. And, uh, right. and then I'll let you know as soon as I'm going to mix it today. So we should have it live tonight. So thank you so much, ladies. Thank you. Thank you, listeners. Forever, thank you. Forever, you. And have a great afternoon, day, evening, wherever you may be listening. Goodbye. <laughs>